Welcome to the Heart Attack Driver Podcast. My name is Brian Simpson, and I'll be your host. In this episode, I'm going to continue talking about the motorcycle trip I took after my heart attack in 2017. So many amazing things happened to me, and I really want to highlight that. Uh, So many serendipitous events. As I mentioned in my previous episode, I ended up having to keep going left and south to avoid snow, which started for me in Sioux Falls, which required me to stay put for several days until the roads were safe enough for me to venture out. I remember having to put on every single piece of clothing that I carried with me in order to stay warm. That feeling of being cold on a bike is not fun because you're moving at you know, 60, 70 miles an hour, you're exposed to the wind. Your hands are cold, your toes are cold. But I had no choice because, again, I was not planning, I was not anticipating that I was going to be running into weather that was near freezing. So all of this weather ended up having me arrive in Salt Lake City. And in Salt Lake City, I stayed at a hostel and got up that morning, the first morning there, and I went to Starbucks to get a coffee and to get the internet uh, because, again, traveling, I didn't have always data and internet available through my phone, so I would go to Starbucks to get my updates on the world and to upload, you know, things that I've been doing and So I'm sitting there, you know, it's not a busy morning, it's early. I notice a gentleman come in and something, you know, just catches my eye with him. He ordered his, uh, you know, big order of Starbucks. And then he left. And he was outside in the parking lot and he saw my motorcycle. And he comes back in again. He says, is that your motorcycle? And I said, it is. And he said, my name is Vance Harrison, and I own the uh, Ducati and Triumph dealership here in Salt Lake City. And I said, oh, that's so interesting. I said, I was actually going to be looking today. I need new tires, and I need to have some service on my motorcycle. And I was going to be looking for a place to go. And he said to me, he said, well, uh, you need to go see my uh, my guy, Andy. He's my service manager. And uh, so I uh, reached out to him. I left him a voicemail message. He called me back. And... Uh, arranged an appointment to go in. As we get talking, we're just, you know, he's asking me, like, where are you from? And I'm sharing that I'm from Canada, and I had a heart attack, and, you know, what I do. When people ask is I share my story. And Vance was, you know, very curious. And just, yeah, again, asking me, what are your plans? And as I've said before, my plan was no plan. And, uh, Before he left, he said, are you on Facebook? I said, yes, I am. So he immediately went on his Facebook app on his phone, and uh, he looked me up, and he says, oh, we have one mutual friend. And I said to him, who is that? He said, Art O'Connor. Art O'Connor is somebody I met when I was in Moab for that Grand Fondo bicycle ride several years before our tax so back in 2004-ish, 2005, something like that. 
And I met Art on the uh, the very beginning of that ride. It was a neutral rollout, which in, in, in the bike world means that the pace is going to be controlled because it is, even though it's called a Grand Fondo, it, it is kind of a race in biking. If there's two people and there's a start and end, it's always a race. That's just the way it is. Uh, and I, I just happened to mention to Art that this is pretty fast. I said, I thought this was a neutral rollout. He said, this is a neutral rollout. And we had a good laugh. And then he said to me, do you know when the first bike race ever happened? And I said, I don't. And he said, when they built the second bike. I, I, I still laugh at that today, and I share that, you know, every chance I get. So Vance is friends with Articon. He's leaving. He sees my bike. He comes in. We're talking. And I said, you know what's crazy? I'm actually meeting Art for lunch today. True story. Like, that's just the serendipitous things that happen. So I did end up meeting Art, um, you know, for lunch. And uh, he was helping me with my website. I was, at that time, you know, the life coaching thing was evolving and developing, and I didn't really have a presence. I wanted to create a blog and had all these plans that, you know, unfortunately never really came to fruition. But Art set me all up. And, you know, we caught up and just, yeah, it was just a really great conversation, great day. And I stayed one more night in uh, in Salt Lake City, and then I headed to Moab. And when I got to Moab, that was when I really got to kind of lean into the camping side of things, because up until that point, I hadn't really camped anywhere. Naively, I thought camping was going to be an affordable way for me to uh, to travel, because obviously... Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not independently wealthy. Uh, this trip, um, you know, was something I was funding out of my own pocket. And so camping was an option. But what shocked me is a lot of these places, a campsite was like $50 a night. I could get a hotel room for 65 or 70 Now, mind you, it wouldn't be the nicest hotel room, but it was warm. I was sleeping in a bed. Uh, just, you know, one of those things, but the way it is in the U.S., you know, camping is is a great thing, but it it, it is costly. It's not uh, not as cheap as I as I thought it would be. The riding around Moab, I had a chance when I did the Moab Grand Fondo. I stayed there. I was there for a few days. I did a lot of riding on my own, just checking out, you know, Arches National Park on a motorcycle. It's just stunning because this is the roads are just winding, twisting, turning. It's just absolutely stunning and the scenery the scenery the red rock the the, the way everything is there uh, if you haven't been to, to that part of the world to moab it's it's just absolutely beautiful it's unique in its own way uh, it's really well known for its mountain biking but they also have now what they call a skinny tire festival uh, for people that are roadies like myself and who ride road bikes and they have a network of paved two-lane, like left and right, uh, bike lane and pedestrian lane for uh, you to navigate and stay off the busier uh, busier highway. But just a really beautiful, beautiful place. And I really fell in love with that. I met a bunch of people from Colorado who were at the campsite where I was staying at. They were all into rock climbing. You know, I've, I've since gotten into rock climbing with Adrian and I say that loosely when I say we got into it. We've, we've got a really good friend, couple friends that um, 
uh, Dave and Georgie, who are really um, yeah, amazing people. And Dave is a hard, hardcore uh, rock climber. And um, yeah, he's hung off the wall in Yosemite. Um, you know, he's he's uh, he's done some really epic, epic uh, rock climbs uh, around the world. And just a really cool guy. And he's kind of taught us, uh, you know, how to do it. And Adrian had, you know, done a lot of... Uh, for little different events with them, you know, there's a, a store here or shop here um, that is basically a rock climbing wall. It's not a store; it's a it's a it's a destination, and it's a really great place to learn. You've got to get your belaying, uh, you know, certification, and it was really it really great uh, to actually start doing that because a it scares the shit out of you because I'm I'm afraid of heights, but it's really really gratifying when you push back your and uh, push through your fears. And so it was awesome to see these guys rock climbing. I got to kind of watch them rock climb. And, you know, we just hung out every night. They had, um, you know, vehicles. So they were more well-equipped than I was. You know, they were um, fire pits and, you know, barbecue stuff. So we could, we could you know, we could cook and hang out and, and drink uh, drink some beers. And, and they were, uh, you know, big into smoking, smoking weed. So no big deal. It wasn't my jam. Just, uh, just incredible people I met along the way. Uh, I met this uh, young woman from Poland who was cycling. She left uh, Alaska, and here we were in Moab together. I was uh, went to a, a gas station to get gas, and I, I saw them. And of course, I'm always curious when I see people on bicycles, and the bikes were all loaded up. And her name is Maria, and it was just it was really cool to hear her story. And, and they had met. They had never uh they didn't know each other and they met on their trip and they just ended up riding a lot together and yeah it was just it was just a really great uh place moab has got a lot of great restaurants uh, there was a coffee shop that kind of became my jam and i got to know the owner and his wife and what i'm what i'm trying to get at here is you know this trip for me you know was was healing and the inspiration for this trip comes from uh, Neil Pert, the drummer who sadly passed away a few years ago now, uh, was the drummer for Rush. Is also he was the lyricist, so he, uh, you know, the lyrics for a lot of, you know, well, pretty much every Rush song were written by uh, by him, by Neil Pert. And Neil wrote this book after he went on a uh, epic motorcycle trip. His daughter Selena. Uh, who uh, was gone, going to school in Toronto to start university. She had left their home. They have a vacation home in Quebec. And on the way to Toronto, she lost control of her car and she was killed. And of course, it devastated Neil and his wife, uh, Jackie. Jackie really lost her, her will to live. She uh, had a couple of suicide attempts. Um, he talks about that in his book. And in the end, her sadness took her life. She just didn't have the will to live. And when you lose that will to live, it's 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 all over. It's all over. And, you know, I know it's one of the things that some people who have heart attacks struggle with is the fear, the anxiety. Is it going to happen again? When is it going to happen again? And when you focus on that kind of stuff, that's what's going to happen. 
You really need to focus on what you want, not what you don't want. And so, you know, when I when I think back of to all these people that I met, when I think back, you know, to all these experiences, you know, there's no chance. There's no chance in life at all. It's uh, it's amazing when people step up and and go out on a limb, go on an adventure, take a motorcycle from Canada to Costa Rica, like I did. I mean, when I share that with people, people think like that's just insane. It didn't seem insane to me. Um, I had so many people trying to instill their fear on me, and I just wouldn't allow it because if I did that, it would totally change my experience. And so this motorcycle trip became this this big adventure that Neil Pert inspired me to go on. I actually started calling myself Ghost Rider 2.0. The book that Neil wrote after his, his journey was called Ghost Rider, Traveling on the Healing Road. And that really, you know, resonated when I heard about him doing this. I knew he had bicycled between shows when they were touring. He was kind of the introvert in the fan. Well, he was he was the introvert in the band. Uh, Getty Lee um, and Alex Lifeson were, you know, sort of the front runners, the people that, you know, were in the media that would, you know, meet with fans. Neil, that wasn't him, and he did not do that. And so he was uh, do these things. And he started riding, you know, his motorcycle uh, that he'd been given by his wife, Jackie, with his best friend, Brutus. And, you know, he documents that in his book. And the reason I'm sharing this is because not only did that book inspire me, but I didn't start reading it until I was in Moab. And what really shocked me was how already in the book there were so many roads that I had been on that he had traveled himself. And at the end of my trip, because I actually didn't finish the book on my motorcycle trip, it just never happened. And it wasn't meant for me to finish the book because what ended up happening and what I ended up discovering was how much we had ridden on the same roads. Like crazy how many like places and cities and roads he talked about that I had been on. And again, that's the magic. That's like this book inspired me. I read it to a point. I stopped reading it for whatever reason. I don't even know why I stopped reading it. And it wasn't until I was back in California living here that I decided it was time to finish the book. And literally mind blown. Mind blown. And he had a really happy ending. He actually met a woman in California. They ended up getting together, getting married, having another child together for him, at least her first child. And I ended up meeting Adrian. I met her in Sedona. I end up in L.A., I'm with the person that I'm meant to be with for the rest of my life. I know that without a doubt. It's just crazy. 
it's crazy beautiful. It's crazy beautiful. I'm going to leave it there because I'm trying to keep these podcasts short. This is going to be a version of a podcast. I'm going to start doing these shorter podcast episodes to kind of fill in the holes between guests because I've got a lot to share and I want to do this, you know, more regularly. It's one of the things I've decided to do, I committed to doing after my sister passed away. My sister had this saying, do all the things you love. I love podcasting. I'm a storyteller. I'm working on being more fluid, not filling the silence with ums and ahs, because I just listened to my previous podcast on my motorcycle trip, episode one of the motorcycle trip journey, and it made me cringe listening to it. So I've made an attempt on this one to just slow down, take a pause. If I need to gather my thoughts, I actually made some notes. I'm going to be planning this out as I unfold and share this journey all the way down to Costa Rica with the final tally being a total of nine countries, 21 states, and six provinces, and thousands of people I met along the way. So as always, if you haven't hit subscribe, please hit subscribe now. If you know someone who you think this content will resonate, please share it. It's how we grow this thing. I appreciate your following along. I'll be back with another episode very soon. Until then, bye for now.